The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Yeah, it's time to open. Honest to gosh, I love this music. Thank you, Bent Meigen, once again for all the years ago that you wrote this this song for Waking Up in America. We love you. Today is June the 22nd, and all that power around the uh, equinox is happening. And uh, NSA, if you're listening to us now, we've got a good show planned for you. We know that we're being listened to all over the place, whether we like it or not. You're listening to Waking Up in America, dynamic radio dialogues on life today in America. And my host today is Randy Shannon. You go, Randy. Uh, I'm going. (laughs) We are going. So we want you to join all of us, uh, our torchbearers for peace and freedom, and we ask you to light your torch, your own personal torch, and uh, share mutual respect with each other as we celebrate the vibrancy of this 2,000-year-old flame. Sidious, Altius, Fortius, swifter, higher, stronger. Remember, Greece was the world's first republic. Bob Sercosta of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing the radio that is changing the world, and we need your help to do that. So invite your friends to listen. And uh, mm, what can I say, Randy? When, When Mike said, and remember, NSA is listening, you know, I hope they are, mm-hmm. because they'll get to find out what Americans really care about and what we're up to and the fact that um, we're peace-loving people, but uh, we won't have our liberty and our freedoms undermined from us. <laughs> this, it's not going to happen. Uh, we're in the majority. If you're Illuminati or if you're a government agency listening or something like that, we're the citizens of the United States of America, and by gosh, we hired you and we can fire you. And um, what do you think about that, Randy? Well, what they have seemed to have forgotten because uh, they've become such a giant gorilla is that they are public servants. They serve us. They are served ants. Think about an ant walking down the sidewalk, and then you walk over them. They are under us. They are (laughs) under us. And I think that they have forgotten their place. It, it, It is God first and then us and then the Constitution and they must uphold it. So what does that mean? They are under it. You can't uphold something if they're not under it. So they are public servants. And, uh, oh, is that where the ants again, come from? <laughs> <laughs> from they've the got to be reminded. They've got to be reminded. Uh, I have a, a great firefighter friend, and, and he would tell me on all the kinds of calls, he uh, worked on the busiest, most dangerous street in uh Little Rock, Arkansas, and people time and time again would thank him, thank him for this and thank him for that, and he would say, look, I work for you. I work for you. And he was one of the few that always kept that in the forefront of his mind. They work for us. The tax dollars make them work for us. Yeah. They're servants. So, you know, we were we were having that conversation about the um, before the show about Mr. Snowden, God bless his soul. Um, you want to mm-hmm. fill in our listeners a little bit on that? 
Oh, I'm just so excited because uh, Edward Snowden, he was the the one who leaked out the information about the NSA, the National Security Agency, and their massive harvesting of our Internet and phone records. Uh, he is getting a ride if they can work out the details, and it looks like they are. A Chinese uh, a jet that's owned by a Chinese company was chartered for right about a quarter million dollars, a little bit more, to fly him to Iceland and give him asylum from our country. I love Iceland. Wants- <laughs> yeah, go Iceland. Go Iceland. They're all about freedom. And um, the company that raised the donations, I believe if I'm saying it right, uh, is the same company that processes the credit card payments uh, to WikiLeaks. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of good people getting involved. Look, whistleblowers hey. shouldn't be condemned. They should be praised. Well, you know, the two countries in the world that I, I like best and I think would probably be politically the countries that you would enjoy the most to be in are Iceland and also Ireland. You know, both ah. of these countries arrested their bankers. Good for them. It's time. It's time. So, guys, what can I tell you? The world is waking up. The, some of the world has actually taken action, as far as I know at this point. I think Iceland is like one of the few countries in the entire world that has no national debt at this point. Mm-hmm. They wiped it all out. The people finally stood up in mass. And, you know, our country is gearing up for basically riots and out of controlness. But Iceland did it extremely peacefully. They, they did it peacefully. It can be done. And uh, I hope that it can be done here in this country. Have you guys ever been to Iceland? I, actually, I was for 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I was too. It was about 10 years ago. It was unbelievable. The beauty or the cold? Well, it was just it was, uh, during the summer, but they just have a, you know, just like Dr. Val says, they have a fighting spirit. Love that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you something you might not know, Mike. Um Jerry Seinfeld always tests his shows out in Iceland first. Did you know that? No, I didn't. No. They're considered, <laughs> catch this, America, we got, we got to step up here. They're considered the, the most intelligent, responsive audience, and so he tests all his material there first. Wow. They, I could they, see that. why they're responsive, because there's no fluoride and probably no chemtrailing going on. So. There's one thing they've got going on that I um, that's a problem, okay? And I believe they're the ones that have an Alcoa plant there. And they manufacture aluminum. And aluminum takes a lot of water and very high temperatures, and I think it's got some pollutants off, going off the side. But, you know, I, I get it, because that country was failing economically. It, it had no industry. So they've got a, a lot of that going on. So hopefully, Iceland, you'll be able to replace the Alcoa plant with something that's more productive for you. That could be, you know, peace and freedom, as far as I'm concerned. I understand. Um, did you actually travel around in uh, Iceland? I was at the airport on the way to Europe many years I, ago. I went, I went all around, stayed in a hostel, uh, just went the whole two weeks. What was your favorite part of it? Ah, uh, God, it's been so long. I, I can't remember. I, I, I like the people. I like the history of it. Um, you know, they had a great, they had a uh, good um, nightlife and just the food. The people were very intelligent, though. They A lot of them spoke four or five languages. Yeah, you know, I ran into that same thing, guys, when I was in um, uh, Amsterdam. I was, mm. <laughs> I took a, I took a, 
tour bus with my husband in Amsterdam. I love Dam Square. It's a, I, it's the happiest place in the world with puppet shows and ice skating and all this wonderful stuff. And we we took a tour bus around Amsterdam, and uh, I noticed that the the woman that was the tour guide was greeting everybody as they came onto the bus, and she was like talking like five six different languages and I said how many languages do you talk and she goes seven and I said is that normal and she goes yeah it's pretty normal for our country because we're a country that a lot of people travel through so most people here speak between you know like four and seven or eight languages most people most people and we think we're lucky if we get through college you know what I'm saying with one language Mm mm-hmm there's just other standards. There's a certain arrogance, I think, that Americans have sometimes that we're, we're the only best, greatest country in the world. Well, not anymore. And I, I don't think, think that many are thinking that anymore. You'd be amazed. I was looking at the, the thing that shocked me the most this week was reading the polls about how many people are behind Mr. Obama. Okay? Mm-hmm. How many? 80%, things like that. Whoa. That's a lie. That I, is a lie. I don't think so. They meant so. to say eighty percent are against him. <laughs> well, eighty percent of the people that we talk to, there are so many people that just blindly follow what they've been told, and that's the importance of the conversation of waking up in America. I'm gonna. It just it, it totally it makes me crazy to tell you the truth. So. Well, there's a brainwashing that's been going on through the media, and I think people don't know the truth. And that's why, Dr. Val, you've been successful, because you guys bring the reality back to what's really happening. Yeah, and there's a seminar um, that I went to many years ago that had a profound experience on me. It was was, an insight training seminar. And uh, what they did was they gave us all candles, Mike, and they turned off the lights in the room and then we, there were about two three hundred people in the room and they lit the candle of one person in the center of the room and then that one person lit the next person's candle and then people kept lighting each other's candles and with a minute within a minute the entire room was light and that's what we're doing is our commitment is to help you light your candle So what do you think about that? We're lighting candles here. That is nice. Speaking of light, did you know that yesterday was the longest day of uh, summer? And first day? I so do. (laughs) (laughs) I so do, and I loved it. Yeah, it was a great day. I got my house all super clean. Um, All kinds of good stuff happened yesterday. But something happened yesterday that really scared me a whole huge amount. And and what happened yesterday was my left foot started swelling up like a football. And I, of course, am going to the Lily Tomlin concert tonight, so I was concerned. And um, it put me into a health conversation of calling my friends and saying, look, I'm scared because my, my foot has swollen up like a balloon here, and I don't know what's going on. And magically, a friend of Jerry's comes over to visit, and she's a master acupuncturist, and she starts telling me, um, you know, that I that it's a good thing that I've stopped drinking coffee and things of that nature, which I have. I gave up um, coffee, and I gave up caffeinated tea, 
and different things. And a lot of the stuff that we're suffering here has to do with the fact that we're eating things that aren't good for us, and we've done it over a long period of time. So I know you're real healthy. Um, Randy, what is it in particular that, that you do for yourself? Uh, well, I, I do my best to eat only organic. If you talk to anybody who uh, is a, has been a cancer patient, the first thing they do is reverse the food that they're buying. And, you know, if I buy peanut butter for the kids or jelly for the kids, it's organic, and they they scarf it up. I mean, it, people think, that's oh, that better. tastes... Yeah, it actually tastes really good. And... Um, before we even had Patricia Bragg on, I have her products in the house. So our soy sauce is uh, by Bragg's, and uh, I, I use salad dressing by Bragg's. I do buy some of the others, and I wish I didn't, but, you know, I, sometimes <laughs> you got to have variety for guests. But, uh, you know, I just try to buy the healthiest of everything. I, we eat a lot of bananas, although the kids just informed me that the gnats were eating them like crazy yesterday if they threw them out, but... Uh, lots of fruit, and we just try to do everything organic, and I do get out and I exercise. I've been, I kind of took a break for the last couple of weeks. I only went running once in two weeks, so I'm, I'm going to be taking that up this next week. But exercise is so important. Yeah, and when I don't do it, I just had two weeks off. Uh, two nights this week, I could hardly sleep. I just tossed and turned, and it was, my legs were just aching, and, uh, you know, I knew that I was just, I'm, I'm in the house too much. I've been doing too much stuff in the house. So I need to get out and get running again because then you just get that restlessness. So, Well, you, you know what? I've got something in my hand here. I am looking at, you guys do not know how cool Patricia Bragg is. I mean, besides the health information, she sent Mike and, and Randy and myself one of her care packages, okay, Normally, I wait until the half hour to do my quotes commercials, but I can't resist doing this one right now. I have uh, a copy of her book, Vegetarian Health Recipes, and another one, which is The Bragg Healthy Lifestyle, and I'm going to give this away. Yes, I am. I'm going to give this away to one of our listeners. The first person that writes me at Val at wakingupinamerica.com. Once again, that's Val, V-A-L, at wakingupinamerica.com is going to get these books. I'm going to say that their retail value is around $20, and I will send that to you. So if you send me an email, the first person that sends it to me, I'm going to send you those books. So when you send me the email at Val at wakingupinamerica.com, make sure that you put in your telephone number, your um, name and your address, and I will pop those off to you. And uh, we're going to see if we can find some other little goodies for you here because part of what we got in our package was, I love this stuff too. It's like I get so crazy, Randy, when I go to get, like, for mm-hmm. instance, iced tea, and then they tell me it's diet iced tea because they haven't pumped any sugar into it, or some of the, mm-hmm. the places that you go don't even have anything available that isn't crudded up with right. with um, sugar. This um, vinegar drink of hers that's mixed, apple cider vinegar is very, very good for you. And Patricia Bragg has created a line of beverages that actually have the apple cider vinegar in them. And you're, it's a good idea to drink at least one of these every day. And my particular favorite, I don't know about your, you guys, but mine's the Concord Grape. I like that one. I love Concord Grape, yes. <sighs> 
drippy, drippy, drippy wonderful. That's on the planet. I like the one. Grapes. I like the one with the honey. But uh, you know, I got to ask you guys something. Sorry to jump in, but have you noticed that the food you grew up eating just doesn't taste good anymore? Even if it's just not, you know, like kind of a junk food. Like I had some ice cream last night. It just doesn't taste good anymore. Could that be because oh. of how they're making it now? The chemicals in it. Oh, that's I'm okay. Sure. They put so many chemicals in your ice cream and your food to preserve it and things of that nature. And <laughs> Jerry, once again, walks out with a can. I always liked Arizona iced tea. I thought that they were pretty cool people. Okay, and Jerry walks out with a can and says, did you buy this iced tea? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, it's got sucrose in it. And I said, what, what's sucrose? I thought that one was one of the okay ones. And he goes, no, that's another poison. And then you get saccharin, which I believe is rat poison, and we gobble the stuff up, and it's part of what makes us fat and terrible. So any comments on that, people? Well, I don't know if I ever told you guys, but uh, I had been back in Iowa for about a year and a half, and uh, one of my sons wanted a, a bunch of chickens. And so I went and got him a bunch of chickens, and he basically raised them from 10 days on. And when they would go out into the farmer's field, when the when the farmer took the corn out, all the corn that had dropped to the ground, our, we had free range, so we let the chickens just go. So they would go out there and they'd gobble up that corn. Now, prior to that, all they were eating was just bugs. We didn't feed them at all, and you know, except for when they were little. And um, so they were getting just the diet that a normal bird would get, and they would tree themselves at night. That's what a chicken does in the wild. They fly up into the tree. They don't need a coop. And um, I didn't know that. When they ate that, yeah, when when they ate that corn, and they laid their eggs, the eggs had no hard outer shell at all. It was just uh, like a thin lining. And so of course we did not eat those eggs. But that is a sign of the GMO corn that's in the field, and that's why I don't buy uh, any corn products at all anymore. We don't buy corn on the cob. I don't support the farmers who buy that seed, the GMO seed, because it's been genetically modified. That's what GMO means, genetically but, modified. But they're, but they're in and everything so, because have you noticed in just produce, I'll buy produce and, you know, they're huge as your head, you know, grapefruits or, or green peppers, and they don't have any taste anymore. That's even the, the no, produce. You're right. Would you know why that is, Mike? Why? It's because... First of all, they're not growing them as well. First, There's a whole thing where the government has changed what it means to be an organic gardener. It used to mean that you knew how to care for the soil. It used to mean that you didn't use um, sprays or pesticides. It used to mean... Um, it used to mean that you just knew how to handle the whole thing. An organic gardener was like trained for five years, trained for five years on how to grow healthy food. Well, the government didn't like that because that cut out Monsanto. So without any of this care for the food, the food isn't fertilized as, as well. It, it, it isn't cared for properly. But here, most importantly, because these puppies want to ship this stuff around and um, make a lot of money on it, they pick it before it ripens, and then they gas it so that it has color to it. So what's happening is the food that you're um, eating actually it didn't develop, okay? So it doesn't develop the proper nutrients and enzymes because it doesn't, it's not 
vine ripened or tree ripened of that nature. So you're getting things before they've been developed. And the actual shocking fact of it is, I asked Patricia Bragg on another show, guys, um, about um, peaches, for instance. I love peaches, and they've been getting these little like golf ball, hard rock peaches. And Mm -hmm. I said, how many... When I used to eat a peach, it tasted good, and it was delicious and succulent and right. juicy. Now I get these hard rock things in the grocery store. How many of these hard rock nasty little peaches would I have to eat to be the equivalent of what I got in a good peach in, say, the 1950s? Okay? Take a guess, guys. How well, many do you think I'd one peach of the... I, huh? I, I'd say about 20. What, what do you say, Randy? I said 50. <laughs> yep. I don't know. She, she knows. Am well, I right? You, right on the, on the button. You have to eat 50 peaches to be the equivalent. Hey, did you see the? I sent out a, an email this week with a picture of a little kid being given some GMO food. Did you see that? Yes. Okay. The little kid, they, they feed the kid some GMO food, and the kid screws up its face and doesn't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it either, so he's a smart kid. See, and that's the thing, like, for produce. Uh, my mother, you know, she says always buy the fruit that's smaller because more than often that's been good stuff, organic, you know. So it has taste. That's the other reason. You're right. A lot of the stuff, you know, for produce, just it doesn't have taste. And to nope. me, that's not good food. That's just me. You know, I'm I'm not going so much by the scientific or what you you guys obviously know more than me. But just the taste part of it and how big they are or lack of or whatever, that's a, just a red flag. Yeah, no, it's a big red flag. You know, back back to the eggs. If you take one of those free range eggs, just all anybody has to do is a little simple experiment. Take go to a produce market on the weekend, get a free range chicken egg. And then go to the store and get one of those eggs, crack them both open, just look at the color difference. Huge. A free-range chicken who's actually eating the proper diet, the proper diet, think about it. They didn't grow up eating grain, but all the eggs in the factory, in the grocery store, they're grain-fed. That's not a proper diet. So you look at their eggs as free-range, which is so nutritious for you. And compare it, it's not it's night and day. One is a rich, rich, creamy orange, and the other is super light. So you're being deprived. We're all being deprived. That's why you must support organic. I'm not only out. deprived, Randy, tricked. Tricked, yes. Yeah, that's deceived. Yeah, we're being tricked. Deceived, yeah. Deceived. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. That's another good word there. So we, we need to stand up for this. Two years ago, three years ago, <laughs> even when the FBI came to visit me at my house to find out if I was being subversive, and they decided I wasn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I told right. them to listen to the old radio shows. I said, we never, we never advocate violence here. This isn't what we do. We advocate education. And mm-hmm. uh, they, they ended up saying that. But uh, I teased them when they came over here in a, as lightly way as possible because the FBI went into a restaurant in downtown Venice here, and actually um, with guns drawn because the restaurant you could buy raw milk. Why? Oh, I mean, I mean, what? Because what? they claimed that ha- that uh, making raw milk available to the customers was a criminal activity, and they came in guns drawn. 
What is criminal about it? I, I can't believe that. <laughs> Do you know there's a no? Well, there's another one you're not going to believe. I, I haven't checked on it lately, but there were farmers, and there were actually, you know, regular human beings growing um, organic food, and in certain towns in America, they were arrested for growing too much organic food. Arrested. Wow, you've got to be arrested. You've got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So we're being told that we have to eat this crap food. You know, I'll tell you something. When I first saw seedless watermelons, I didn't like it, and I argued about it a whole lot. And mm-hmm. um, I went to the Optimum Health Institute, and when I was down there, they were telling me that after three gen- uh, feeding um, cows three generations, of seedless watermelons that the cows were actually sterile. So what I realized was it was a subtle way of sterilizing us. These were the first GMOs that I came across, were the watermelons. And at the time, I liked watermelons so much, I couldn't find anything that wasn't um, seedless anywhere. And I thought, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter if it makes me sterile. I mean, you know, my reasoning was so ignorant at the time. It doesn't matter if it makes me sterile. I like watermelon, and I've already had my children, right? Mm-hmm. So I kept eating watermelon. And then I, I look at it, and now I see that um, uh, the health foods markets, even some of them, are selling seedless watermelon, which really disturbs me because that's supposed to be a safe place to go. Right. And you have seed- to go to the farmer's markets anymore almost. You know yeah. what? That's the, you- that is so true. What. Um, you know, because I think if they're seedless, and I've heard this before, then it's not good. Is that correct? Correct. That's that what I correct. heard. And anyway, what that does, the the problem with GMOs, besides that they're de- they did they originally designed the GMOs so that the um, farmers couldn't get could, had to buy seed every year. Okay, that was the intention behind it. But what happened with the GMOs is that the human body doesn't recognize it as a food source. So this is what happens when people are getting, like, the biggest guts. we probably got the biggest, fattest guts in the world, okay? And when yeah. Europe, once again, who we like to pretend is behind us, a lot of the Europeans have um, actually banned Monsanto from their countries. Our idiot, excuse me, our <laughs> Mr. President, he's behind it all because he gets paid. And I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that this list of crimes that he is committing against the American people, I heard, guys, that when we reach, uh, when over 10% of the population gets upset and active, that things will change. And I can't believe we haven't gotten there already, okay? So people aren't going to sleep on the issue. If anything, they're waking up one by one. So I know we're past 10%, and I know that this guy is going to get carried out on... On, on somebody's shoulders here. I know that the military is is upset about what's happened to all their people. I know the world. I mean, look at China hopping in and helping with Iceland. Right. Take care of right. Edward. You know. Well, here's mm-hmm. the other here's the other thing. So, if you're eating food that's tainted or obviously not good for you, then they're going to put you when you do get sick on Obamacare, and then you, you you're not going to mm-hmm. win there either. <laughs> no, especially you're me. Not. Friends, I'm over 70, okay? the What goes on for people over 70, I think I played a recording a while back, um, Mike, or talked about it, about the doctor who was talking about, they don't, Obama, of course, ignores the death squads, but, oh, that, that was, what else I heard? Belgium is getting ready to euthanize 
um, autistic children. Do you love that oh, one? No, no. Okay. It's terrible. And why are they going to euthanize? So I looked at this and I thought, what is going on? What What is going on? Because the number of autistic children has gone up so dramatically that that's what they're talking about, okay? Because they don't know what to do with them. Try getting rid of the GMOs and the health foods crap and the shots in their countries and uh, watch that rate of autism drop. So... So the, there, the there, solutions. there is. So there is a link between GMOs and autistic children. There's a link between GMOs, autistic children, and shots. Oh, the body can't stand what they're putting, what's being put into it, and literally that video with that little kid's face when the parent was trying to feed feed them some um, some, some GMO product. Not a good thing. So <laughs> well, I know. We are. I think. I do think it's in Genesis where God talked about the seed being male and female for reproduction. And in GMO, they take out one or the other. I think they take out the, I don't know which one they take out, but it is so important that it's actually they mentioned in the Bible. They probably take out the female because that's the most nurturing. That's the one, yeah, I, was, that's the so, one I heard. It was the female one they take out. See, I didn't even know. How did I guess that? Because I know what, what the female stands for. It stands for nurturance. That's right. If you look at uh, uh, when uh, there's an emergency of any sort, uh, what do they always say? Like, save the women, save the children. Why? Because you got to save the female. Because men can reproduce anywhere, but a woman, you know, takes nine months. So you got to always save the female. <laughs> I don't know. This kind of made me think of that. An interesting point there. So that's why uh, right the, now we're, at, so, we're going to take it, so we're going to take a break right here for a moment. So, that so we that's can why thank the female sponsors. the female spider always kills her uh, her male spider when they're done. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Just get rid of the In guy. That I'm going to end this conversation right now for a minute, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. We don't want to put it out that we're killing. Uh, our mates. I, I I have I considered it once, but you know, no. Actually, I've been I I married a guy fifty years ago, and I talked to him as recently as yesterday. We we are not living together. He has another wife, and he's a terrific human being. And I promised I wouldn't kill him in this lifetime. So we want to thank our sponsors here. Um, I'm actually drinking my Sir Jason Winter Peach Tea this morning. I love that stuff. And uh, if you want to strengthen your immune system, this is a very good, elegant way of doing it. Sir Jason Winter has a whole line of teas. And if you go to our website at Waking Up in America, you can actually see them. And and you can go to the website. And I'll tell you the next thing on the list is Protandum. And uh, Protandum, it cleans your blood. It does all kinds of things. Check it out. Do, follow the Protandum link. I have energy. I got energy and vitality back when I started taking this. And, uh, oh, gosh, th- two, three years ago now. And I'm able to do things in my 70s that I wasn't able to do in my 60s after I started taking ProTandem. And I'll tell you something very interesting. I started getting my memories back. Um, it's um, It works really well for people that are diabetic. It rebalances the body. It cleanses the blood. It's just a... It's just amazing stuff, so check it out. It's very low price, uh, $50 a month, which includes the shipping. I think it's 50 or 51 And I 
just looked happily at my bank account statement and saw that they had withdrawn the money yesterday and smiled because I knew that my new bottle was coming. Um, with that, we also have um, coningcompany.com. Check this out. If you have um, any sense of chemtrails, because I do, I, I cone myself about every two or three months. Uh, if you have sinus problems, if you have any loss of hearing, it's entirely possible that coning could help you. And there's a lot of information at the Coning Company website, and that's C-O-N-I-N-G-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. Um, Randy Shannon has 42action.org, and let me tell you, uh, I get some really good emails. She has conference calls. If you've got issues going on with um, legality of what the president and others ha- are in trying to enforce on you, 42action.org 42, 42, um, is definitely a place to go. Also, check out Tad Patterson's You Have the Right. He has all kinds of classes, and Randy has classes, too. So there's a lot of good information and different points of view out there for you on the subject. We have Linda Kamen. I just, this woman's products are incredible, and if your hair is thinning out at all or you want more shine to it, in my case, when I started using it, <laughs> my hair just started glistening and curling, and it was like, oh, MG, how does she do this? Her name is Linda Kamens, and go to Linda Kamens, and that's K-A-M-M-I-N-S dot com. And then we have Stardust. God bless them. Stardust does really good mailings, and these mailings are very reasonable. And once again, that's marketing with the stars. All of these things are listed with links on our website. Well, if things aren't spicy enough for you, you need to go and pick up El Pinto Salsa at Ralph's Restaurants at Ralph's Markets, and you need to visit El Pinto Restaurant in Albuquerque. It's a destination restaurant. It's so good. It got started like 50 years ago, and Jim and John, they run that restaurant. They're the Salsa Twins. So we are very fortunate to have them sponsoring Waking Up in America. And gosh darn it, you know, we do have our advantages. I I get given free salsas. You know what I'm going to do, Randy and... And, um, Mike, I'm going to see if I can get um, Jim to send you guys some some coupons. Well, they that would got, be outstanding. Their, their salsa mm-hmm. is great. Not only their salsa great, but El Pinto's. It's a really good restaurant. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been there a number. Of, I usually go once a year. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll take somebody with me, and it's really good. And, and, and I, I buy their salsa, so I already know it's good. You've got to be the perfect radio announcer for me. I love you, Mike. <laughs> I'm envious that he's over there. I want to tell you something. This guy has been behind or already doing most of the good stuff that we talk about. DrValerie.com. Visit my website, and doctor is all spelled out. That's V-A-L-E-R-I-E.com. And I will give you a complimentary demonstration of the breath process that I use uh, some of you may have heard of rebirthing. Well, I put my own little special touch to it, and I developed a, a emotional clearing process that actually helps you complete traumas that occurred in the past and puts them behind you rather than you don't have to live with them. Uh, the other thing, Randy, you drink alkaline water, don't you? Yes, every day. Fluoride why free, do you do that? Chlorine free. Um, because... Disease cannot grow in an alkaline state. 
So if you want to be cancer-free, disease-free, all kinds of things free, you just have to drink alkaline water. Bad things can't grow in it. Where do you get that? You know, you can, well, you can. You have I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I drink distilled water. Now, I've read that distilled water is, is you know, of, of all waters you could drink is better than most, but I didn't know that alkaline. Alkaline's better. Okay. Alkaline's better because the, um, because the, what is regular water, Randy? Do you have any idea? It's under seven, okay? Especially by the time they get that. Oh, another little poison, the fluoride that they're putting in your water is poisonous, so I don't drink any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, alkaline water, uh, alkaline is a not the Kangen and also the Alkaviva. They're they've got a um, they run at about nine point five, and the body actually is usually under seven. The different waters that we use, and at nine point five, it's exactly what Randy said. It, it 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 there's all kinds of things that can't live in it, and. Of course, we can't actually say that it cures cancer or anything like that because that would be against what the FDA says. Um, but what we can say is it's a healthy water, a very healthy water. And it's all so restructured, which means the size of the water molecules have been changed so that your body can actually absorb them. So I have one more, one more person that I want to say thank you to because I think they just do totally outstanding work, and that is Rich at Independent Glass at uh, 5364 Topanga Canyon Boulevard, Woodland Hills, California, 91364, telephone number 818-347-4460. And the reason that I want to mention Rich is, you know, there's an old custom about breaking mirrors being dangerous. Well, a very old mirror of mine that I actually, it had wavery glass in it, and I was kind of wishing that somehow it would accidentally get broken because I just, didn't want to spend the money to get it repaired, <laughs> fell over and broke. So I went to Independent Glass here on Topanga Canyon Boulevard, and I talked with Rich about it. And I have to tell you, I was just amazed at how quickly he took this old mirror apart and the difference it is with the with the really nice glass in it. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, Rich. You're fast, you're efficient, and you're fun. And um, I just... One of the things I've made a commitment to myself to do is to let you know wherever you are when I run into somebody that really does things right because I know how to complain about things. I certainly do if, if the quality of life isn't good. But when you run into somebody that does something very well, um, I, I say thank you. So thank you very much, Rich. And if I have any more um, mirror or glass issues, I will be on your doorstep and I will be looking for you. So once again, thank you. Um, Mike, is there anybody in Albuquerque that you would like to say thank you to that has done or given you a good job? Well, I guess you have in a way with with El Pinto, right? Right. Um, you know, I I don't. You know, ten fifty KTBL, the the flagship station of Doctor Val's Waking Up in America. We're here for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and by the way, good good commercial and and very well justified. Randy, is there anybody in the past week or so? that's been special for you? Yeah, actually, we're working on uh, several big law cases, and uh, we've had to seek attorneys for that. And in Miami, there are two of them that are just outstanding, and they think like I think. So it worked out perfect. Of course. <laughs> uh, Andrew Cassier. you want to name names? Yes, I'm going to name them. Andrew Cassier, 
and Albert Pantini, P-I-A-N-T-I-N-I. They're phenomenal. And, um, you know, some of the conversations that we had, which were about uh, the education of cops today, I'll make it brief. You can be a, a law enforcement officer, a cop, with just a GED, and I'm not knocking a GED, but you don't have to have any college, you don't have to have any knowledge of the law, but yet they're out there writing all these tickets and forcing things that aren't really law. And if you make them mad, then the ticket gets bigger. And so uh, the general consensus was is that they're pretty, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are just thugs with badges. And... Um, so they, they helped tremendously with a couple of cases this week, and they're phenomenal. One's actually hopping on a plane uh, headed to another state for one of our cases uh, this weekend. So phenomenal attorneys, if you're in Miami and you need one, they're the guys. Wow. So you mm -hmm. think, actually, that a mm -hmm. college degree makes a difference and you can't be... <laughs> you well, can't it's be not a college, college degree necessarily, in my opinion. It's law education specifically, and they don't get it at all. Yeah. They also have no more training anymore for law enforcement officers about being peace officers. That was okay, that's out what's years missing. Ago. Right. So that, wanted, yeah, that is. That's what I wanted yeah. you to say, because I think that's what's missing. Yes, they need, uh, if you're going to be out there writing citations and pulling people over, then you need to have some idea of the law because an attorney has to go then and fight wherever this cop wrote. Well, and the, you know, so the judge has to have an education, the lawyers have to have an education, but the cops who are sitting there writing everyone across this country outrageous amounts of tickets these days have to have basically nothing that has to do with law. Well, how can you enforce law when you know nothing about it? They, you can ask any cop today. Do you know the first bill, uh, 10 Bill of Rights? And you know what they'll tell you? I don't need to know that. But yet that was, that was an oath that they took to uphold that. And then they'll tell you straight to your face, I don't need to know that. My neighbor, who's a lieutenant, laughed at me and said, I don't need to know that. Wow. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, I'll dig up the highway patrol oath again here from California. Okay, mm -hmm. which was written in the 1990s. I, I, I actually would like to see the current one. M my son bought a police motorcycle, and on that um, was a little pad that was left over from where the highway patrol used to keep charge of things. And mm -hmm. on the back side of it is an oath that talks about how, um, about the honor and integrity of what it is to be a highway patrol officer and how all the values of it. It's, it makes you cry. It's, it's so cool. It's like having a white knight actually serving you, something of that nature. And I just would like to see what the new oath is, and I'm going to see what I can do about that. Because with the old oath, you would trust your life to this guy. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm in fact, <laughs> but if I can just say one thing on that oath, I, I'm going to read something to you in, in this Constitution that I have. It says, Adherence to the spirit and intent of our Constitution was so important to our founding fathers that one of the first acts of the first Congress of 1789 was to pass the verbiage for the oath of affirmation of office in compliance with Article 6 of our Constitution. That was one of the first acts of the first Congress, that oath. And they take the oath, and now they don't know what they're taking the oath to. 
Yeah, I don't think a college yeah. education will even teach you anything towards that, you know? Yeah, I don't think it's about at college educations. I think it's about um, being trained and being informed in, in, right. in the jobs that they're doing that are respectful and based on the Constitution. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of what I tend to believe about all of this. Um, I want to actually move to uh, a lighter note because, um, <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> It's so exhausting what people do here. Uh, I'm actually going to the Lily Tomlin concert tonight, and I was just doing a little bit of research on her because I was looking for. She was in, she was in Laugh-In um, back in the 1960s, and uh, she was born in 1939, and she's been a busy woman. Um, she's actually lived with a life partner, Jane Wagner, for absolutely years, and they've done amazing writing of various sorts. Uh, always humorous. She's written a number of books, and I originally met her in the 1980s at a ERA walk. And uh, I have to tell it's a, I I laughed my my heart out when I would watch Lily Tomlin, and she and by the way the story hasn't changed. Actually, it's probably gotten worse. She was Geraldine, I think that was her name. I was trying to remember. I was looking for it, and I, I haven't come up with it this morning. But she was the telephone company. And um, you may remember her sitting at a switchboard with her hair stacked up and going, We're the telephone company, and we don't care. Well, the telephone company still drives me nuts all the time. And with that in mind, I coughed up top dollar, and I'm going down to Costa Mesa this evening to laugh because I will laugh. This woman is the most brilliant one-person show that I've ever seen. So, Lily Tomlin, thank you for your commitment to uh, Star Spangled Night for Human Rights. That was um, a, a concert that she invited me to in the 1980s. Uh, wow. So she's always been behind exactly the kinds of things that we're talking about today, and she does it in such a funny way. And one of her characters... Um, that I actually had the opportunity to contribute to because I was working in um, boarding care homes back in the 80s and the uh, 70s. Uh, she has a character, I don't know if that will be showing up tonight, who's actually Crystal. And Crystal was just this undominatable character who was in a wheelchair and had a little flag on it. And she would run around in her wheelchair fighting for human rights and things of that nature. Um, She's just always been into the um, unusual and the, um, and she's always expressed peace and freedom. She's always done that with humor. She nails political things in such a funny way that you're just convulsed by it. If anybody has seen her telephone company act, you cannot not laugh at it, and I don't care who you are. So she's managed to... I. I'm hoping she'll do something on Obama tonight. I'll I'll, I'll let you know next week if That'd she does. Be great. So, Lily Tomlin, honest to God, I just love you, and I'm, I've never paid as much for a ticket in my whole life uh, to see you. And um, I consider it cheap for what I know is going to happen this evening because the woman is just down and out gifted. So, she's 73 now, Lily Tomlin. Wow. Is really, and she's <laughs> you go, girl, you go. So, Lily Tomlin, I love you, and I'm going to see if there's some way I can get you on the radio show because she's she must have been born uh, one of the original feminists, okay? Mm-hmm. So, 
because I'm I, I'm experiencing some really kind of scary stuff with my physical body. So my leg has been swelling up. I've been having little problems with different things, and I've gotten myself a little scared because I'm used to being getting around and feeling good. So I decided I was going to sign up for a Living Passionately seminar at Landmark Education. And Mm -hmm. every time I want to do something significant in my life, I sign up for a Landmark seminar. They're the ones that do the Landmark Forum. And if you really want to have the technology to change your life, just give them a call in your area. And by the way, Randy, if you haven't done Landmark or you, uh, Mike, you will find that if you want to cause something in your life, that the technology and the support of the space that that organization offers, all the big stuff I did, I I got at Landmark. That's how Waking Up in America got started in 1987. I was in a Landmark seminar, and I wanted to do it. That's how I carried the Olympic torch was because I was in a Landmark seminar, and I created it. And I'm embarrassed to admit this, but when I wanted to go to Washington, D.C., to see the inauguration because I thought we had beaten Bush and put in a good president. I had $6.39 the week before, and I not only raised the money for a trip to Washington, D.C., I stayed at the perfect hotel, and I had magic in my life because of the technology I learned at Landmark Education. When I decided I wanted to play polo on a horse, not in the water, I went to took a Landmark course, and I created it out of that because the support of the people and the consciousness of who it is that attends landmark situations, they're a yes to you. They're all about possibility. When I wanted to um, invite people to be part of the dinar and the dong and things of that nature, and it looks folks like that could be coming through um, in the next week or two, I went to landmark education. I used that technology. So I'm back again, and this time... I'm back, and my commitment is to fall in love with myself and meaning to get my body back because I'm simply going through a process that's called aging, and I don't believe it really has to do with age. I believe it has to do with a conversation that we live inside, and I believe that I don't... Okay, Randy... I'm going to do a mud race with you at some point in the near future. Oh, you know how I ran incredible. away from that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love I it. I know you too. would. Mike's got to get in there, too. I will sit there and watch. No, you won't, Marie. <laughs> no. no, you, you won't. Maybe there will be a mud race in Albuquerque, and then we can go to Albuquerque oh, and we, we get the radio station to put us up. What do you think we, about we that? Got, we got them here, but I, I'm sorry. I, I used to do uh, advanced training. I will not do that kind of stuff. No. That's because he was a Marine and he had to do it on his belly, probably. Exactly. With a gun in his hand. Exactly. No more. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's done mud walks then. He's, or mud runs. He's done them. Yeah, he did, he did, he did the original mud runs. So. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I By the way, I did see that Landmark uh, has a, like a free, anybody can attend it once for free, and they also have a program for teenagers. So to start, start oh, fresh. You giving me chills when you mentioned the teenagers, Randy. Mm-hmm. You ought to hear these kids. I've been one of the things is really fun. Well, I like to serve in the room. Okay, so mm-hmm. Landmark has a lot of assistance where you go in and you serve in different. Pro- you ought to hear these kids. They're eight, ten, twelve years old now. <laughs> 
the landmark um, forum for adults goes on to like 11 o'clock midnight or something like that. The landmark forum for kids ends about 4 or 5 or 6 in the afternoon, something like that. Why do you think that might be? A short attention span? <laughs> no, because they, they get it faster. Oh. Oh, wow. It takes grown-ups twice the time to get what the kids have gotten. When you hear these kids talking. It's because we're eating GMOs. <laughs> yeah, fluoride, fluoride in the water. Well, I, you, I took old. my I took my two teenage sons to Tony Robbins. I flew them out to Colorado Springs, I think, is where we all um, flew to. And um, they, when it was done, they said, "My oldest said this was the greatest experience of his life to date." So these things are important, and it's it's mind altering. It changes their look on everything. They see the world in such a bigger picture. It's not just the small stuff anymore. They, they see that the world is theirs, truly. Yeah, they don't have the baggage that, that mm-hmm. we carry around. That We have these belief systems that might have been more flexible when we were little, but as we age, we get more set in our ways, so to speak. And mm-hmm. leading into that, because we're into the last part of the show here, as I was freaking out yesterday <laughs> because my my um, leg was swelling up and all that stuff. I called my friend Durga McBroom, and um, Durga's a rock star, and she's also, um, her mom was, her mom and dad were leading doctors in the Los Angeles area, so she's a great friend to have, and I told Durga what was going on, and she says, hmm, you need to talk to Harhari Khalsa, who's one of the Sikhs, and I remember I did all kinds of stuff with Harhari, we don't have time to talk about all that on the show, but guess what I'm doing this morning? Last night, we took my picture. So I emailed Harhari my picture, and this morning at 8 o'clock our time, I'm going to call him in New Mexico, by the way, guys, and he's going to record my voice, okay, and then he's going to take my voice and put it together with my picture, and he's going to feed it into a computer, and he's going to be able to give me a complete diagnostic on what's going on. Can you believe that? That's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. This guy is major fun. Well, he can uh, do mine, see- too. Well, you, you can arrange <laughs> it with him. I'll kidding. give you his telephone number. No, I'm just well, kidding. Well, don't just kidding. It, it's, a, it's an amazing process. Do you guys know what radionics is? I've heard no. of it. Okay, well, years ago, I actually went to a radionics guy um, down in Escondido, and um, he measured the frequency of all of my body organs, okay? And then Mm -hmm. he fed the information into a machine. He took my picture. Once again, my picture was included, and he clipped it on the front of one of his machines, and um, he started doing remote healing and rebalancing of my body. And he, he told me that after he set up the program, that he would turn on the machine, okay, and then that machine would be on forever how long I kept it on, and I think I kept it on for a year, okay, and I paid him a certain amount to do this thing. So I go over to my friend Dominic's house, who's there, and um, about two, three miles away, and I'm talking to Dominic, and it's like 7.02, and all of a sudden I feel something. And so I wrote down the time, 7.02, and I called Larry Yates back, and I said, did you just turn on the radionics machine at 7.02? And he says, "How did? yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I did. He goes, I could literally, I knew when he had turned the machine on, and I wasn't there. So 
you may not always understand or believe what's in the invisible, but once you get into it, what's happening in the invisible, there's a lot of good things happening for you if you set your life up to receive them. So I invite you to look at new things. I invite you to look at different possibilities, and I invite you to try them. And at the end of that year, the frequencies of all the different organs of my body were actually set, okay? And mm-hmm. when I had surgery about five years ago, Randy, the the physician said, I've never seen anything like you. He said, you have the mind and the, or the body and the muscles of a teenager. And I believe it's because I've done these things over time, and I'm very excited about the work I'm going to be doing with Harhari. So... Um, Anything you want to say about any of that, Randy or Mike? Well, well if I'm you, just excited. It, if you, go ahead. Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say I'm excited. And if you yeah, have, and if you have your health, you have everything. It's true. Well, I like. How does that one thing go? You spend your, you spend you. your wealth. This no, spend your health making wealth in your early years, and in your later years, you spend your. Wealth to get your health. Something to that effect. This is totally the truth. Hey, this program has been brought to you by Laughing Dragon Entertainment, our radio partners, ConeyCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, Dennis Weaver, and Larry Hagman in memoriam. Gosh, we miss you guys. Um, DrBowery.com and Doctor is all spelled down. And we thank our producers and sponsors, Ron Hayes, our research assistant. What would we ever do without you? Big thank you to our team at Voice America, Jeff Spinard, Nathan Jett, Brad Coleman, Ryan Treasure, and Randy Jackson. Jackman. Hi there, Randy. And our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, Monica Rains, and Ron Simon. Merci beaucoup to Ben Migan for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to you as a free gift. Download. Just send me an email at val at wakingupinamerica.com. And remember, Sidious Altius Fortius. Give someone a boost today. Make somebody smile. Be of service. And we love you. Until next week. Thanks, Randy, and thanks, Mike. You're not crazy anymore. You've Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through. Now your heart is open.